Green is a colour that many find soothing. Yellow is cheerful. It's the sun, it's daffodils, smiley emojis. In the undercroft of a car park on a rainy afternoon, I spoke to Nicola about her blue loo and how for her, it's blue represents cleanliness. Okay, so Nicola, tell me about the blue toilet and your association with the blue toilet with clean. Yeah, I just always liked having a blue toilet because I felt that the water in it, instead of having an interesting yellow tone or green tone or dare I say brown tone, um, a blue tone just gives you that, has that connotation of cleanliness, even if it's not actually clean. <laughs> This is Atypical, a podcast about the habits, preferences and quirks that make us us. I'm Ivana Ho, your ever-faithful host, and this episode is about cleaning. We'll meet Eleni, who loves cleaning, and Kia, who simply cannot reuse bath towels between washes. But for now, let's return to Nicola, and when it was that she had a blue toilet. So in our previous home, we were able to have a blue toilet and we would have had a blue toilet, the water in the toilet anyway, not the actual toilet, but the water in the toilet, um, for many, for more than a decade. What made this toilet blue? What made the toilet water blue? So I put like a blue, you know, bought from the supermarket, a blue sort of cube of stuff um, and then put it in the cistern. And why can't you have a blue toilet any longer? Because <laughs> in our current house, we have a septic tank and you can't have chemicals and everything going into the toilet. So the only things you can put down the toilet are the things that naturally come out of our bodies. Or um, you can also put um, sugar down and yeast to keep the bacteria and so on in the, in the septic. But you can't use a blue, you can't put the blue in the um, toilet. How do you feel about this, Nicola? I've really struggled with this. <laughs> no, I found it hard. So I have a solution that I do every now and then, but it only, because you can't, in our new toilet also, you can't access the cistern because it's built into the wall. I go and buy the um, denture, the denture clean tablets so that people soak their dentures in to whiten them. And I put those in sometimes into the water so the water goes blue. And it also has a fresh minty smell, <laughs> which is odd in a toilet <laughs> to have the fresh minty smell. And um, But then of course, as soon as you flush it, the blue goes away. So it's extremely temporary. Whereas with the tablets you put in the cistern, the blue would actually last for a few weeks. Sweet memories. Sweet, sweet memories of the blue toilet, even though now I can have a blue toilet for a brief time with a fresh minty smell. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs> Let me tell you a bit about Eleni. She's in her second year of uni and recently moved out of home to live in her first share house. Also, as I mentioned up top, she loves cleaning. Yeah, I definitely do love cleaning. 
I never used to love cleaning. I used to dread it actually, but I don't know, like a switch flipped and now I just, I enjoy it thoroughly. Is it cleaning of all types of things or is it limited to specific things? Do you enjoy some cleaning some things over others? I feel like there's two types of cleaning. There's like tidying, which is like putting things back where they belong and more like the bigger picture. But then there's also the other kind, which is more like in detail, like actually like scrubbing things and like removing dust and stuff. And I'm more, I personally like the tidying aspect of it because there's a more noticeable difference. And I don't know, I just enjoy all types of stuff, like kitchen cleaning, especially like doing dishes, putting them in the dishwasher, wiping down surfaces, putting things away and just, yeah, just cleaning the stove as well. I don't know, I find that so enjoyable and like therapeutic. So what's the enjoyment? What's like the feeling that you get from cleaning a kitchen? It's kind of, well, yeah, it is therapeutic, but I think it's because you know you're doing something good and like, you know, cleaning something, it's obviously, like, a positive thing. And I don't know, I guess the action of doing it, because it's kind of active but not so active, and I feel like it releases some sort of, like, positive chemical in your brain in response to that. Once Eleni and I had established the basics of her relationship to cleaning, I wanted to go deeper into the nitty-gritty, like how she enjoys loading the dishwasher, but how does she feel about hand-washing dishes? I like hand-washing them too, actually, but the reason I like, you know, cleaning in the dishwasher, I feel like it's a silly reason, but because I got TikTok, right, and a really common thing on TikTok is people will show themselves cleaning and, like, doing kitchen cleaning. And, like, putting things in the dishwasher is something that all the creators do. And it's almost like I, I'm, i like, imitating them, I guess. <laughs> Which sounds silly because, like, you shouldn't enjoy cleaning just because someone else is, like, doing it on social media. But I feel like that's a big part of it. Do you get the same thrill from watching someone load a dishwasher as you get from loading a dishwasher? Or do you feel different things? I feel like it's pretty much the same. Like watching stuff is obviously really satisfying and I don't know, and it almost motivates you to clean and it puts you more in a cleaning mood. Like I feel like a lot of the videos are aimed to like motivate you as well. Like this will make you want to clean your room, for example, and they just show themselves doing it. And yeah, it just makes you want to get up and do it. Well, for me personally, that's what it does. So then once I do the dishwasher, I almost feel like, I'm like making a TikTok even though I'm not. Hmm. So it's pretty much the same thrill. If you lead a life structured around the Monday to Friday work week, you probably have some sort of weekend cleaning habit like Eleni does. She calls it a comforting routine that's mainly inspired by her mother. That's her thing. Like she wakes up super early on a Saturday and like cleans the house and just does everything, every nook and cranny. And when I was younger, I low-key found it annoying because like the sounds would wake me up. But now I just enjoy doing it and you just get it out of the way in the morning and then you have the rest of the day in the clean space to do what you like. So before you encountered cleaning on TikTok, 
was it the yeah. case that you like couldn't understand, you know, why your mother engaged in this routine? Like, does your mother actually enjoy cleaning as well? Or is it just something that she would do? I think she started to enjoy it. Well, because she watches TikTok as well. And mm. we watch similar videos on TikTok. So I don't know about the cleaning thing specifically, but she's picked up other stuff from TikTok, like organizing her pantry. And she's actually bought like a bunch of trendy cleaning supplies to like clean because I think it makes her feel like, I don't know, just more happy about it. Mm. I feel like I enjoy it more because of TikTok, obviously. And she's just been doing it like longer than I have. How would you feel about cleaning together? Oh, I don't mind it. I think um, sometimes it can be hard because we both have our own way of doing things. So sometimes she'll think her methods are like better. So she'll be like, oh, just let me do this. Like you do something else because I get that way too. Like sometimes I only trust myself to do it like the best, like the best way. Mm -hmm. to make sure it's cleaned properly, I guess. What is your absolute top favourite thing to clean? And then take me through how you do it. Oh, okay. There's a lot. (laughs) The first thing that came to mind is, like, probably making the bed. Okay. Because it's, like, one of the first things you do in the day. And I read somewhere that, it like sets you up for the rest of the day because it makes you feel so productive by doing like this one task and it sets you up for a day of productiveness. Eleni obliged me in describing exactly how she goes about making her bed. I'll summarise. So like obviously you just take everything off, like completely everything because you want to start off like with a blank slate and make sure everything's smooth and stuff. Well, and the quilt is like, Super important because sometimes it gathers up certain parts of the like quilt cover, like fluffing them out obviously and like patting them down, making sure the pillowcase is on it properly because sometimes it twists around. I also have a throw blanket and anything else I just add on after that, for example, like a decorative cushion or like my stuffed animals. And yeah, it's a really satisfying procedure and it's just really nice because it makes the whole room look clean once your bed's made. Like it's like it transforms it almost. So whenever I go to like a hotel and, you know, um, the bed is arranged kind of in the way that you've described and, you know, you've got like all the pillows there and everything's done just so. Like the first thing that I do is, of course, like remove everything, like undo all that good work. How do you feel about sort of, you know, going to your bed and then, and then, yeah, like just undoing your work from that morning? I actually don't mind. I know some people do because it's almost like their their masterpiece has been destroyed, but it's like a daily thing. So it's not like you're destroying it for good. And I personally love sleeping. So I feel like I'm just more excited that I get to go in my covers and like relax. Like I just don't notice the fact that I'm ruining like obviously the good work. Mm -hmm. I'm just so excited to like be cozy and stuff. I really look forward to like ruining the bed. (laughs) And then are you excited about ruining it so that the next morning you can do it again? 
Yeah, I get that with a lot of messes. Sometimes I let messes accumulate because I know it'll be so fun to clean, which sounds bad. I'll be tempted to put something away and I'm like, maybe I'll leave this here. So when I do a big clean, I have more stuff to do and it's more satisfying and it's more of a transformation. We talked about the future. Eleni feels like her enjoyment of cleaning may have peaked and that without the influence of TikTok, she won't be as into it later. But for now, she's looking forward to a time when her love of cleaning is part of a greater project of domesticity. What this means is she's excited to be a homemaker one day. Like I'm definitely going to work, but just to like homemake as well um, when I'm not working. And it just sounds really nice because yeah, I'm a homebody. I feel like a lot of people see it as like outdated, I guess, because of like a lot of women are working now, which is amazing, and women working, and a lot of people are working. And honestly, there's a whole bunch of domestic situations. Like sometimes the men stay at home and the women work, or vice versa. And I just think um, while it is traditional for women to be the homemakers, I just think people should do what they enjoy. Mm. So I think it's just all about finding what you enjoy and keep going with that and not doing anything just because you feel like you have to. Like if you feel like you have to clean for your husband, that's not good. You know, like it's Mm. definitely not a certain person's role. I think it's just whoever wants to do it. Well, me personally, I want to do it, but... I feel like if you're not as interested in cleaning as I am, it would have to be a 50-50 with you and your partner kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Were there any other thoughts that you wanted to share about cleaning? I'm not sure. Mainly just that I love it and, yeah, I just enjoy doing it. It's fun. It's satisfying. Well... I hope you continue to have a wonderful cleaning journey ahead of you. And thanks very much for sharing your love of it with me. Thank you so much for having me. My next guest would be horrified if she knew how many times I reuse my bath towel between washes. I mean... I hang them up to let them dry after showering. That's fine, right? No, not for Kira at least. Once she's done showering and has toweled herself off, the towel goes straight into the washing machine. I asked her if she's ever reused a towel that was still slightly damp, and if so, how she felt doing that. My skin crawls. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awful, but I, yeah, I really struggle with it. Um... You know, there's the odd occasion. If it's really dry, I can potentially reuse it. Um, Certainly that's a lot easier in the summertime than it is in the winter. But I I guess to a certain degree it's almost phobic in terms of, you know, my my, just mentally, to me, it doesn't smell or anything, but in my head it does. And, you know, it's just this whole, I've already, you know, body parts have already been on that. I don't need to then rub them all over myself again. particularly when it comes to, uh, I mean, yes, you're clean when you get out of the shower, but um, it's then, yeah, 
the things that grow on things when you you know when they're drying and petri dishes and stuff like that it's just all gets in my head and, and grosses me out how do you feel about tea towels in that case? Because I feel like, you know, tea towels kind of get left yeah. there on the oven door for quite some time and everybody dries their hands on it and uses it for other things. And sometimes you're not always there when someone else is using the tea towel. So you just kind of never quite know what's happened to it. They pretty much fall into the same category as my towel. So um, once I've done the dishes at night, we don't have a dishwasher in my house anymore. So my girls and I sit stand and do do the dishes after tea every night and um they are are now part of the routine as soon as they're finished drying up they take it through to the laundry so yeah there's two or three tea towels a day as well kia has two daughters and they've adopted her towel habit too they just think it's normal now that you know because I, i don't reuse them there is, there is much more a habit than sometimes of, of chucking it on the floor or throwing it in, into the laundry basket without thinking and then thinking that that's normal. So it drives my mum crazy when she, they go and stay with her or up at the beach or something and, um, you know, they, they dump it straight in the laundry and she's like, hang on, you've only used that once. That's what we do at home. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Bit of a bone of contention with my mum, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that, um, you know, this habit has started with you, but now you've like, you know, shared it, let's say. With, with my yeah, <laughs> yeah, you've, you've like made it a three-person thing. <laughs> yeah. Both of Kia's daughters play sport, which means a lot of grass and sweat-stained clothes after each game and practice. This, combined with how they use their bath and tea towels, adds up to a lot of washing. She says she does at least two loads of washing every day, or 11 to 12 loads a week. I know I spend more water, um, but we, I guess we, we wash fairly efficiently in terms of our machine um, cycles and things like that as mm. well. Kira explained how she came to develop her towel habit. And there's a link between that and her obsession with buying sets of towels. So I started an obsession early in my 20s when I lived in Sydney and I just had this, started collecting. So I think I probably probably got about eight full sets, um, which is, you know, four uh, towels of each kind of set with bath mat and, you know, three full face washers and two hand towels um, of each different set. You know, that's actually fewer towels than I was imagining because, (laughs) (laughs) um, I mean, you you also mentioned there that you uh, have a bit of an obsession with towels and that seems to be like an extra layer to the quirk. I'm not sure whether one spawned out of the other or um, I guess, you know, in terms of feeling like I need to use a a fresh towel every time probably stemmed from being brought up on a farm where we, you know, weren't allowed fresh towels all the time because the drought was on and, you know, the the washing, you know, we had to minimise the amount of washing and wear everything. You know, you had your your certain set of clothes that you wore after school every afternoon and, you know, they had to last as long as they could kind of thing before they got washed. And, um, you know, we were on tank water out at the farm. So uh, mum always prided herself on the fact that we never actually had to 
buy in water, um, but that certainly came at you know some fairly major sacrifices when we were kids. But then when I moved to Sydney by myself, I just started purchasing uh, lots of lots of towels, lots of linen, um, and things. As someone who self-describes as being obsessed with towels and who feels so strongly about their usage, I felt like Kia might have thoughts on what makes for a good towel. It has to be incredibly absorbent, so pure cotton. Some of the, the newer ones that are coming out are very uh, chenille and they just kind of seem to push water around, not actually absorb it and take it off your body, which I find, you know, there's a lot of hand towels these days that, you know, you go to friends' houses and the Masoni ones don't ever really seem to suck up the water off, off you, which is um, I struggle with. But um, And fluffy towels as well, you know, I, I guess they, they've got to go through the dryer rather than be hung on the line in terms of that crunchy, scratchy um, kind of feel. Ah, so you, you like crunchy, yeah. scratchy towels as opposed to fluffy towels? No, ra- rather than fluffy as opposed to the uh, the, sc- the scratchy. Um, yeah, so fl- it's got to it's got to be a soft, fluffy towel. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Both my girls have um, allergies as well, so we wash everything in a uh, grey water safe detergent and then vinegar as the softener as opposed to sort of any chemical additives or you know floral scents um softeners or any of those sorts of things so the um certainly the the vinegar wash and and anything that i would happily put on my vegetable garden and and back into the ecosystem is is you know good for our skin and therefore you know i'm happy to kind of dispel as well I feel like there's a whole rabbit hole that, you know, <laughs> we shouldn't go down about uh, about <laughs> clean smells, but, you know, and how yeah. you know, there's that kind of artificial idea behind all that. But, yeah, as I said, it's, it's a yeah. deep rabbit hole. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm very sensitive to smell as well, so um, mm. it's, it's a very deep rabbit hole. Do you have some sort of habit or preference relating to sleep or nighttime? Maybe you go to bed at a strange hour every night, or you have to sleep with the light on, or you have some sort of regular midnight snack. Whatever it is, drop me a line. I'm at podcastatypical at gmail.com. Or you can also find me on Instagram as podcastatypical. Atypical is produced by me, Ivana Ho. Catch you again next week. In the meantime, stay quirky. Quirky.